the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Hunt of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. Certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin, and each certificate is worth $100. So listen for those uh, trivia questions. Uh, today's trivia theme is general trivia. Uh, Mark, what happened a year ago today? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just going through my favorite blog posts, and I saw a headline, One Year to the Pandemic, Our Outlook on Home Has Totally Changed, Possibly Forever. Uh, it starts by saying how on March 11, 2020, the World Health Organization declared the novel coronavirus to be a pandemic, setting off a cascade of stay-at-home orders by state and local governments across the U.S., and uh, we were just uh, before the show, we were all just talking about, quick, get to Safeway, I need toilet paper and water. <laughs> and uh, Patty, you, you actually have a, a little joke about that. Well, somebody, you know, a, a realtor said, you know, a buyer asked, how's the market? I, I really want to buy. And she basically said, well, you remember last March, April, May, when everybody was looking for toilet paper? It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's uh, well, uh, you know, going back to that article and, and how our outlook on home has totally changed. And we've, we've been talking about this now for months on this show, you know, and these are things we all know, you know, big, big city living has kind of lost its cool. Uh, people have been moving into the suburbs. Uh, buyers ex are expecting more from their homes, more space, more things to do, <laughs> home offices, uh, places with privacy for like, you know, home study, et cetera. And, uh, and technology uh, also is uh, making house hunting and buying more convenient because we've been hearing about people putting offers on home sight unseen that they see on uh, Zillow or Trulia or Realtor.com or, or, or on uh, uh, broker websites like Compass. So it's, uh, it's been really, it, so much has changed. It's just, I, you know, what I find really interesting about it is how oftentimes, you know, so-called black swan events, and we've had several in our lives, you know, you know, the three of us have been around for a while and, you know, with all of the hardship and pain and suffering that's caused by it, there almost always is changes, unexpected improvements, uh, whether technology, uh, technology driven or otherwise, but, you know, it's, uh, would you have imagined people, you know, buying homes, 
you know, doing virtual tours of virtually staged homes and the videos, drone fly-throughs, um, you know, making offers without ever having stepped foot into the house. Um, that's just... Uh, yeah, in fact, you know, that's a good point. You know, uh, Patty, I, I know like generally stagers, you know, in the old days, they would come and put a bunch of furniture in there. With everything kind of potentially Zoomed and, and all that, do they still need staging or can they do virtual staging? You know, like pretend there's a couch, you know, like uh, Photoshopping yeah. it or something. Yeah. I'm doing some virtual staging, but you need staging more than ever because before people would like, you know, shop at an open house, browse through, waste some time shopping. But first of all, you know, the idea of people buying homes virtually without ever seeing it is very rare extremely yeah. rare maybe people from outside the um, state that don't want to fly mm. but I've never been involved in a transaction like that um, so more than ever we need like really sexy photos and beautiful um, staging and we need them to want to engage with that house to actually go and see it and, and, and then and they don't go back very often don't they have the technology to like Photoshop staging in there, you know, oh. like a chandelier and all this kind of stuff that you look and go, wow, that's pretty. You know? yeah, oh, do. absolutely. Yeah. Like we use it for a lot of different things. Like just this yeah. week, I advised people to, uh, this client to paint the bathrooms. One was bright yellow. One was aqua. Paint them white. They didn't do it. So now we're doing kind of catch up and I asked them to do it. So I took the same professional photos and they Photoshopped it. Yeah, and I replace them everywhere. There's a lot of like, so we're even doing that. Like, if somebody doesn't, well, we we advise that they paint the house, yeah, front of the house. And they don't want to do it. We'll just Photoshop it out so, and say, so "Could you nice. do that with staging, though?" I do that all the time with staging. So, yeah. then, so, so have you not, Edward? If you, have you not looked at like, if you go to one of the real estate websites now and you look at homes, it will say this this is virtually staged because you actually it's you legally have to. Uh, disclose that, that you're looking at a picture and, and the pictures look so good you oftentimes like a year ago you could tell but no, the, no. the technology in the last 12 months has gotten so much better that you almost can't tell that it's virtually well, and, that, and that's why I'm worried yeah. the question was really directed towards stagers I mean do they yeah. have a business anymore well, I know my my really good friend, Kathleen, I think she's been on the show. She was concerned about it. And I said, no, it's still a matter of go. It's kind of like a dating website. They look really, really good online, but you go there and you're still going to see what's there. Yeah. Which is maybe some really dated furniture or empty yeah. rooms. And, yeah, really. and still, you still need to emotionally engage and that's feel a, like I could live here. That's a very, yeah. that's a very good point. All right. <laughs> we're going to cut to our uh, first commercial break here. We're talking general tri- trivia. Uh, first trivia question is, which email service is owned by Microsoft? Ah. That's kind of interesting. Which email service is owned by Microsoft? The uh, first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. You need to call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. Uh, which email service is owned by Microsoft? And when we come back, we've got a couple of email questions. Uh, one uh, that has to do with affordability index and home values. That's for Patty. And then we want to ask Mark the question of how fast can you fund a loan? All right, stay with us. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Humph and Patty Cohen. Our first trivia question is, uh, which email service is owned by Microsoft? You know, I used to know that answer because I think I used to use the Hotmail. Hotmail, it? very yeah. good. That's oh, right. I was trying to think of Hotmail. Yes. Yeah, Hotmail. Hotmail. Yeah, it kind of goes back in time there. I was like me, I got an AOL uh, you know, not you still not have a I, I still do. Yeah. Sometimes it's the only one that works. Hey, want to make a quick mention here for the Mount View Hotel and Spa. So when you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. Amazing daily happenings and so many wonderful things to do in and around the hotel. There's an array of activities waiting just for you. As a small boutique hotel, never large crowds, and they offer beautiful indoor and outdoor social distance space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, that's the mountviewhotel.com. All right. Uh, Mark, why don't you continue on? Yeah, so there was, um, you know, we, we uh, still to this day, even though a lot of people are, are aware of what's happening in, in residential housing market, and that's, uh, you know, real estate, when we talk about real estate, you know, commercial real estate has uh, had a rough, uh, bumpy road this last year. Um, you know, a lot of uh, companies are, are not going to bring their employees back, so that, you know, uh, offers the question, what's going to happen to commercial real estate values? And then even multifamily, you've got rent collection issues and eviction issues and protections in place to, to prevent uh, people from getting kicked out. Um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of distress in, in certain segments of the real estate industry, but gosh, residential real estate nationwide is just, you know, not only was it you know, unexpectedly resilient last year. We didn't have the decline in prices that a lot of people at this time last year were predicting. Um, but uh, not only did, did they not go down, they went up. And, you know, nationwide, we had one of the highest appreciation rates in history last year. Nationwide, it was nearly 10%. Uh, now, in California, we've, we've, we've uh, had 10% or better uh, annual home price appreciation many, many times over the last 20 years. Um, but actually the rest of the nation outpaced California last year. California was probably closer to 5% appreciation, but you know, the, the experts uh, looking at some, uh, and again, articles just from this week, um, people quoted, you know, chief economists uh, for the various uh, uh, real estate agencies, all, uh, you know, predicting how the spring with the, what's going to happen in the spring and summer housing market. And uh, uh, here was one that I thought was actually, you know, uh, a bright spot. Um, uh, here is a chief economist for uh, a real estate company who said, some people will feel comfortable listing their homes during the first half of 2021, but others will want to wait until vaccines are widely distributed. This suggests that more inventory will be for sale uh, in the second half of 2021 and into the spring selling season of 2022. And I've heard this before too. And Patty, I'd love your take on this because um, the, the idea is that there are a lot of people who want to sell their homes, but they're just too cautious right now until we're really through the woods here. And that maybe once the vaccines are popular and the, and the infection rates go down, that a lot more homes may come on the market, which doesn't mean, doesn't mean prices will go down. It just means that there'll be more inventory to bid on, hopefully. Hmm. Yeah. You see that happening in California? I do hear that, um, mostly with older people. Hmm. But the biggest impediment right now for, so it's all supply and demand, and I've never seen um, 
such little inventory and it's typical this time of year but even here we are mid-march and we're not getting the inventory we typically get and i've got you know about i don't know 16 listings that are about to go but they they don't pull the trigger and a lot of it has to do with where am i going to go and i also know that the minute i put it on the market it's going to go fast even though i said you know we can negotiate a rent back so you can go so it's no longer a question of like, you know, I should put it on now because I might have to sit around for three or four months. It's more like I need to be. Yeah. So there, there is that people are waiting for the vaccine, but not that many. I mean, a lot of people are just, they're just going, Hey, you know, I, I know I can get a ridiculous price for my house, but I need to go somewhere and I can't find anything. And, and pay a ridiculous price to move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you're yeah. downsizing, you know, down to a condo yeah. or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, hey, let's move into a couple of emails here. Uh, first of all, Mark, what is the fastest you can fund a loan? Well, it, it depends if it's a business or investment purpose loan versus a like a consumer bridge loan. And the reason there's a difference is because there's actually different regulations between the two. Uh, Dodd-Frank blessed us with new lending regulations for consumers to give them added protection. So there's waiting periods, like there's a three-day uh, cooling off for um, disclosures, uh, you have to pre-disclose what the loan is going to cost, and then an additional seven-day wait uh, before they can sign loan docs. There's actually 10 days uh, between the cooling off and waiting periods on, on a typical consumer loan, uh, which so we, we like to tell people who come to us for like a, uh, for a consumer bridge loan to buy their next home, uh, we tell them, well, we prefer to have like three business weeks. But if they come to us and say, oh my gosh, my, my, my bank financing just fell through and it's Monday. And if I don't close by Friday, my $75,000 deposit, which is non-refundable, disappears. The buyer's going to keep it or the seller's going to keep it and sell to the next guy. So in that case, in a financial emergency, we can close and we've closed several times in as little as three days. That's amazing. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, we don't like to do that because it's really a fire drill and everything, you know, has to be pushed to the side. But um, our typical flat fast closing would be five to seven business days. And that would be for both business purpose or, you know, an emergency on a, on a consumer loan. So we are pretty fast. I mean, that's one of the benefits of alternative financing. And, you know, when people go, why would anybody pay the rates you guys charge, which are about, you know, eight, Eight percent ish, seven and a half to eight and a half nine. Why would anybody pay those rates when bank financing is half the cost? You can get a mortgage for three percent. Well, the, the the answer always is because there's like some kind of emergency, some kind of transactional emergency has come up. So it's usually speed, uh, and uh, or maybe they want to uh, uh, put up more than one property as collateral, which is called cross collateral. Uh, they want to use the equity in their existing home uh, to help them buy their next home in which case we might lend them an amount that's equal to the purchase price of their home, but it's crossed with one or more other properties that we have a comfortable, you know, equity, protective equity for our loan. Uh, Banks don't do that. They don't don't do cross collateral. It's, you know, banks do, you know, one property, one loan. And so, you know, it's flexibility, creativity, speed. Those are the reasons why uh, people choose us. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're the, we're the company that you go to or and companies like ours are, are where you go when you need fast, reliable financing, low documentation, low fuss, no muss, but you pay for it. You pay for that tool. 
it's uh, it's a means to an end to help uh, investors and consumers capture property. Yeah, but it helps also the people can put in a uh, what looks like an all cash offer, so they can be pretty aggressive and get their oh yeah yeah for offer for, for realtors, it's a great tool to help their client look like a cash buyer and compete with cash buyers because now they can make a non, non-financing contingent or just completely non-contingent uh, offer if, it's, yeah. if that particular neighborhood is super hot. And how do people get a hold of you? So PacificPrivateMoney.com, PacificPrivateMoney.com, or call us anytime, 415 883 2150. Very good. All right. And Patty, uh, we're running out of this segment. We're going to ask your, your uh, question uh, in the next sure. uh, Second trivia question. What was the first state? So we have 50 states. There was one that was number one, all right? One out of 50 they are number chances. one. What's that? We got one out of 50 chances. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> not good. It's not California either. All right, call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins the tanning certificate. Stay with us. Faster Investing. I'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Mark Honf and Patty Cohen. First, uh, excuse me, second trivia question. What was the first state to... I wait for the rest of the question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the rest of the question is... What? what uh, to uh, be a state. Uh, when, uh, the colonies... Uh, well, okay, originally there were 13 colonies, right? Yeah, yeah. They became the first states, so now you have a 1 in 13 chances at a 1 in 50. Which yeah. one was the first one? Was it Delaware? Yes. Very good. Holy smokes. The man's two for two. And the next question, I think, is pretty easy, too. All right. We're calling it all over the map here with uh, these questions. Okay. Patty, uh, trivia or trivia, a, an email question comes in. This is someone who's pretty sophisticated. It says, what is the affordability index, and how does that affect home values and the direction they are going? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Um the affordability index isn't talked about very often, but it's a really good indicator. Um, so the affordability index is when what percentage of households can afford the median priced home with 20% down at, at, you know, at the average 30-year interest rate. So it's a function of those three things. So interest rates have remained low. Prices are up, incomes are up. Um, so the affordability rate right now is not that low, um, although you would think that it would be because prices are up so much. Um, like, for example, in Marin County, it's 22%. Um, in, and, and in all of the nine Bay Area counties, the only one where it's gone up is San Francisco. So that means San Francisco's oh. dynamics have changed. Okay. Um, yeah, Napa, it's 29%. Um, now, what I do know, and I've seen this twice, maybe three times in my career, when it hits 10%, and I've seen it happen two or three times, wow. the market shifts. So that, when I say shifts, it means it's over. It's completely over. Um, so a lot of people are talking about wondering, have we hit the peak or not? And 
that indicates that we're not. Prices, and it's all supply and demand. I've never seen supply this low. And we've been talking about low supply since low inventory since the 2013. Yeah. So, but this is this is the moment where it's crazy. I mean, it, I, it's a part of it too is the fact that they're, they're making it so difficult for builders. You know, they say, oh, we want all this housing, but then you, all these fees yeah. and all of, you know, the, this expense and this one and, you know, these, these counties are not getting their money. And so they, they just invent these new fees. Yeah, that's right. I don't, all the builders I know, they're not doing it anymore. The other part of it that makes it doubly or triply more difficult is the fires because of the fires. Everybody's up there working. So it's kind of like, if you want to, if you want my labor, I'll throw it against the wall and take this number and see if it sticks because that's gone way, way up. Yeah. Um, Materials have gone way, way up. So, and with the hassles and the, and the neighbor hassles, like you said, the government hassles, the city hassles, the cost of doing it all. And then the flip time, like, have I, okay, yeah, we'll ride this up, but have I hit the bottom? Am I just going to make a nice pretty house for somebody when the prices go down? So mm. people aren't really touching it. You're absolutely right. Well, yeah. you know, it's so interesting. Um, and, and, you know, you're, we're talking about, you know, home price values, et cetera, and affordability. Um, there was one other quote in uh, one of the, the articles I was reading earlier today, this was from uh, chief economist for first American title. He he was quoted saying as as the housing market heads into spring home buying season, the ongoing supply and demand imbalance all but assures more house price growth. And then he goes on to say, many will find this hard to believe, but in his opinion, housing is actually undervalued in most markets. And the gap between house buying power and sales price indicates there's room for further house price growth in the months to come. Now, this is a, he's, he's making kind of a generally uh, sweeping nationwide commentary. Um, I don't know how much home price growth uh, that you could reasonably say is, is, is reasonable in California, but I don't know. I mean, our whole lives, uh, real estate in California has always seemed to be you know, ridiculously high, even when home prices first hit $100,000 back in the 1970s. It's like, I can't believe you got to pay that much money for a house. Yeah. Those same houses are selling for $2 million today. So I, I just I just find that interesting that someone would say that uh, overall there's uh, uh, that uh, many housing markets are undervalued. So I wonder if, you know, Patty, you think any housing markets in, in uh, California uh, in areas are undervalued today? Um. It's a little bit dicey. I mean, I'm kind of right on the, the pulse all the time. So in the, even in the, in the last week, I've been seeing a lot of buyer fatigue, things that uh, have come out. And like, there's a lot of realtor discussions. Like I just brought on this listing. Typically it would have gone with 10 offers. It's sitting there and, you know, everybody okay. kind of weighs in because they know that listing that should have moved. Yeah. So, uh, but I will also say that I, I'm not seeing, I'm seeing some buyer fatigue, meaning that they're giving up emotionally um, so it's it's all kind of emotional too. They cannot find what what they want. Yeah. I mean, I did hear a joke, and it said basically like I'm going to say, okay, if you're if you get offended easily, don't listen to this. But it basically said advice to my buyer who fell in love with the house, but the husband did not. Her husband did not. New husbands are easier to find in this market than homes. <laughs> uh, ain't that the truth? Oh. Yeah. But so we're seeing that people are just emotionally beat up. Yeah. But at the same time, some buyers are just thinking. 
is this a ridiculous price? Yeah. Um, but I do feel like I have felt this way. And, and this week I'm feeling a little different, but I have felt this way that we had at least this whole next 12 months of um, d- supply and demand to and, and no leveling of prices. There's well, with all, with, well, with the vaccine coming out and all that, are there still going to be a bunch of moves to the suburbs? Is it still going to be, uh, oh, you can work from home? You know, like because Salesforce and Salesforce and uh, Dropbox, uh, they gave, they canceled a lot of their space and they're yeah. making it quote space. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are going like uh, three to two to three days a week. So that's 50 percent less space that you need right there. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah if you share yeah. space. But I think eventually uh, these uh, companies are going to ask them to come back to work when they uh, realize they're not going to be as productive. You know, in this week's uh, uh, local Chronicle was talking about all the home building that's actually happening in the Central Valley, you know, Stockton, Lodi, those areas which were really hard hit in the Great Recession in 2008, 9, and 10. Those home prices plummeted 50, 60 percent. But now we've got a situation where that's where all the land is. And that's where all the activity is going. And so, you know, what little home home, uh, construction is going on right now in California, it's mostly happening there. And I would imagine that that those areas will probably see home price appreciation as those homes are sold off. Yeah, that is what's happening because people are going further out. Good, I have more to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's our last trivia question. What is Chandler's last name in the sitcom Friends? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win the tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Mark Hoff and Patty Cohen. Third trivia question, what is Chandler's last name in the sitcom Friends? Mark. Chandler Bing. Bing. That is correct. All right. Uh, Patty, so uh, continue on about uh, the seller's market and, and, and what buyers can do if they're running into this frustration of fatigue. But go yeah. ahead, start it off with the sellers. Yeah. Well, put it. let's say this. One, like for buyers, right, there's not much you can do because people are bidding like so high. And then they just say this is not. So is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller market? Here's the barometers that we use. Um, if it's of all of the properties on the market, if 25 or less are in contract, it's okay. a buyer's market. All if right. it's 25 to 35 percent, it's a neutral market. And if it's over 35 percent, it's a seller's market. So guess, just take a wild guess how, what the percentage uh, in Marin County under a million is in escrow. So oh. over 35 percent is the seller's market. So under 85 percent Marin County right now, today, literally today. Ninety percent or high, right? It would be like a crazy high percentage. I would yeah, imagine. it's eighty-five percent. Eighty-five percent. Never seen that. But yet, but the affordability index is still at twenty-two percent. Yeah. So that's something to look at. 
Um, so, and interest rates are low and the demand is there and people are, are branching out. They don't have to stay so close to their work. So the, and the pandemic is almost over. So there's going to be yeah. more inventory. Things will loosen up and there's still demand. And I think some of that demand pushback is, is the emotional, like just giving up. But what, so if we get more inventory, it'll help. But, but usually right now, mid in March, we have a lot more inventory. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I saw I saw a little cartoon and it said, well, if you can afford something a little bit higher, I could show you this house again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I, where, are you getting, where are you getting all these? It's all oh, we're talking about because it's really crazy right now. This week, particularly, people are just like, this, I've never seen this. I mean, like, I've been on a College Avenue house on uh, College Avenue in Kentfield, yeah. backed up to, uh, it, it was on College Court. 2,700 square foot house, way over 3 million. It was listed at 2.7. Yeah. Wow. Well, did, it have much, uh, did it have much backyard or uh, no. land on it? No. no. I mean, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, but still. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, one, of the, one of the ways we've been, you know, trying to help uh, realtors come up with ideas for how they might be able to, you know, dig up uh, additional listings um, although it doesn't, it's, this would su- supply, uh, solve, you know, one side of the supply demand is that a lot of people feel trapped in their homes, uh, for the reason that, uh, you indicated, um, Patty, that, well, if they sell and they don't have a place to move, then what are they going to do? So the key is, is to find a place to move first and be able to get it in contract before you sell your existing home. That's really the way that someone who wants to move up or down or to a larger home or to a different area of the state or country for that matter. The, 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 the opportunity for realtors is to find those people who are looking to move, who feel like they're trapped, who don't know that they have options and uh, tell them about our, uh, our transitional uh, consumer bridge loan product. <clears throat> Excuse me. That uh, where we can provide a hundred percent target property financing crossed back and using the equity in their existing home. So what we suggest that uh, realtors do is, is, you know, find a way to find those people who think they're trapped in their homes, help them find a home to make a bid on wherever that might be. And maybe it's in a marketplace. If it's outside the Bay area, that might be easier for them to actually, um, you know, uh, uh, find more inventory and put a bid in and then make a very low contingent, aggressive cash like offer, if you will, because you're already pre-approved uh, through our bridge loan program. So that's become one of our more popular and continuing to grow in terms of uh, a percentage of our business. It's, it's right now it's the most popular loan program that we have out there. Our, our consumer bridge financing that can do, you know, hundred percent financing on your um, the property you want to move into if you have equity in your existing home. And then we just make you one loan crossed by two properties uh, and it's really easy. So um, what's, what's been happening for us in the last uh, couple of months is that we've been successful at reaching out to different realtors uh, and realtor groups and companies throughout the state. And it's just, it's amazing how many people we, we run into who say, Oh my gosh, I, you know, what a great product. I wish I had heard about this sooner, which, you know, we've been doing this for five years and promoting it for five years. And it's just, it's amazing that, um, you know, still today there, there are professionals out there that just don't realize that this is 
a product that uh, really can help you uh, as a realtor earn more commissions this year uh, if you just have that kind of creativity and your ability to go out and maybe market for people who are looking to move now, move once, sell later. Uh, And the, the good news about it is, if you move out of your house into your next home in, in one straight move, you don't have to like, you know, uh, rent space to, to put your stuff up. You don't have to uh, move twice, but you're also out of your home. So now you get to go back and clean it up, fix it up, freshen it up, new paint, new carpeting, whatever, and you'll sell it for more money. And it pays for the bridge loans added costs, in, uh, which in usually they're higher rate loans and they have their fees involved. But the convenience of being able to do that and to be able to achieve your goal of moving uh, and to have uh, to make more money when you sell your former home, uh, which helps pay for the cost of the bridge loan. It's really an amazing opportunity. And, uh, and, and again, we've been, we're doing probably 20 of these loans a month right now. It's just and, really- and you have a fund that uh, funds these loans that uh, people who are listening to the radio show can pot- potentially participate. Um, we do. We have uh, we have what we call our Pacific Freedom Fund, where we pay a flat seven uh, percent rate for deposits. Uh, and I call them deposits because there's no uh, enforced holding period. Uh, we do have a minimum, and it's not a small minimum. It's two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more uh, uh, minimum investment requirement. But uh, it's uh, it's very it's not too dissimilar to a money market account for the investor because you can park money in there from maybe uh, stock proceeds or bitcoin proceeds or real estate <laughs> proceeds while you're looking around for your next investment you can be earning seven percent on that money and we use that capital to uh close loans and then we sell to our uh, uh our, our our loan buyers we've got uh, several institutional buyers who love our loans they love the yield uh even though the loans get paid off pretty quick uh they, they love buying them and they, they, they swoop them up. So yeah, it's a, it's a great way. So again, for more information about how you can earn 7% on your idle capital, if you have $250,000 or more sitting in a money market account, earning nothing or sitting in the bank, earning nothing, um, we can give you some options for how you can make 7% on that money while you're waiting around for your next investment opportunity. So go to PacificPrivateMoney.com or call us at 415 883 Two one five zero. And Patty, uh, before we cut out to the next commercial break, uh, we forgot to ask your information. Um, uh, people asking about these indexes and all kinds of great real estate uh, questions. How, how did they get a hold of you? Yeah, I, I um, numbers for breakfast, statistics for breakfast. Anyway, so yeah, I'm Patty Cohn. I'm with Compass in the Bay Area. I'm uh, my email is patty p a t t i dot cohn c o h n at compass dot com, and my um, phone number is four one five seven two two forty eight forty two. Very good. All right, stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. All 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. And uh, Patty, you were going to mention something about the bridge loan. Well, yeah, bridge loan is a lifesaver for a lot of people. And buyer fatigue, it helps with buyer fatigue. Here's the bridge that will help you get to the next place. So when you get a Pacific Private Money bridge loan and you're listed with the Compass agent, we will pay, Compass will pay the interest on the bridge loan while you're carrying both houses because that's scary to a lot of people. So that when you close your existing residence, it pays back the money. And it also helps because some people cannot, the, the ratios in lending, it's getting a little complicated out there, but yeah. with the ratios in lending, some people can't afford to, to carry both loans. So right. this way, you, it, it's, it's just seamless and it's easy and it's a no-brainer. So you guys actually work pretty well together then. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Yeah, a lot of realtors, uh, like uh, uh, realty agencies like Compass, um, they've kind of developed internally this program for their um, for their agents to be able to sell, and they work with companies like ours uh, who then offer the financing. And so it's really it's a very it's a very symbiotic relationship, and um, we've kind of solved that problem of people wanting to move but not wanting to sell first. And what happens is is someone who wants to sell their home. Uh, you know, even if they have a down payment and they can buy the next home now without selling first, they go to their mortgage broker and the mortgage broker tells them, well, you don't qualify to have two home loans at the same time. You need to sell first. So they hear this and they feel like they're trapped. It's like, well, yeah. I don't want to sell first. I don't want to go look for an apartment in this, you know, continuing COVID area. I don't want to put my stuff in storage. And so they just throw their hands up and say, well, well, you know, they just do nothing. You know, yes, so we're stuck. Yeah, guess we're stuck, right? Exactly. Um, so we really uh, we help unstuck people, <laughs> <laughs> loosen them up. So yeah, that's right. We loosen them up. So it really you know, is. Uh, it, it so it's it's that thing that you know we really, and I I wish there was a way we could promote this even better, Patty. You know, because it's I, I think as more and more people grow aware of this. It really is a great tool for people once they understand how it works and how it's not as expensive as it seems at first because you're going to get more money for your for your for the home you move out of if you can sell it empty and staged uh, and yeah. freshened up. So it's just really a, it's such an amazing tool, and I think you know a year from now it's going to be. Um, I, I think we're finally going to break through uh, a, on the marketing side of it and get the word out to more people. It's, it's going to be more familiar and consumers will be more familiar with it. And it will be more commonplace to use, you know, consumer bridge financing to get to your next home. I think we're going to continue to see in California for many, many years, tight inventory. So the ability to make aggressive cash like offers uh, using a bridge loan, having a bridge loan product in your back pocket, I think is going to be instrumental for competing effectively in California for years to come. So another, um, another problem we solved is, so once you get the bridge loan, you move out, you stage and prepare your property. We solved another problem at Compass, which we will pay for the managing and the staging and the preparing of the house and the flooring and the painting and the landscaping. And we'll pay that, that money up front and it gets repaid when your house sells and there's no interest, no fees. We just make it happen for you. Great program. Patty, how do, get, how do they get a hold of you? Um, 415-722-4842. I've been a real estate broker for 32 years. Patty Cohn. 
All right. You guys ready? Here's our puns for the day. We all like puns, okay? Did you hear about the guy whose, le- whole, who, whose whole left side was cut off? He's all right now. <laughs> and, and I can't believe I got fired from the calendar factory. All I did was take a day off. <laughs> I love puns. You like that one? Okay. And uh, one more here. And did you hear about the new restaurant called Karma? There's no menu. You get what you deserve. <laughs> All right. Mark, why don't you give out your information one more time? Uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. PacificPrivateMoney.com. Or call us. We're in the 415 at 415. 415- 883-2150. All right. 2150. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We'll be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.